Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We heard last night Armando Baycott coming back to UNC using his final year of eligibility, his fifth season. Going to go back to play for the Tar Heels, but we also heard Puff Johnson going into the transfer portal. Fourth player that we've seen so far going into the transfer portal from UNC. It includes Tyler McCoy, or Tyler Nickel, Justin McCoy, Puff Johnson, Jontrez Styles. The four guys that we've seen so far going into the transfer portal. Ross Martin, Ross Martin inside, Carolina, inside Carolina. With the nice, beautiful the nice, echo beautiful out there echo in the background. In the background. How you doing out there, How you Ross? Doing out there, Ross? Good. Can you hear me okay and everything? Yeah, I got you. I just want to know real quick, Ross, who else from UNC on the roster is going to be leaving? (laughs) Um, You know, I think think they're going to be – I think Caleb Love is the one guy that we're waiting for. I Mm -hmm. think he is the guy that everybody kind of assumes will be uh, leaving Chapel Hill. So I would watch that one. But outside of that, the damage may be done. Um, in terms of Puff Johnson, Dontre Styles, Tyler Nickel, the kind of the three big names, you know, reserves that, that have left. But um, yeah, Caleb Love will be the one guy that we're kind of eyeing. And, and the general sentiment is that he's going to be leaving Chapel Hill, whether that's for NFL route or for, um, sorry, NBA draft route, a professional route, or, or as a transfer. Ross, what position do you think Caleb Love would play in the NFL? That's that's what I'm thinking. Now. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a good. Uh, he could be a good little slot receiver, maybe a little safety. Um, he was a physical, fast, athletic kid. They bring, bring the physicality there. Uh, so, Ross, if I could give you one wish, you can pick any player you want for UNC to get from the transfer portal. Who would it be? <laughs> Man, you caught me. I don't. I haven't done too much uh, portal research. I leave that to Sherell McMillan. But right now, the guy they're going after is this Timberlake kid, Nick Timberlake, out of uh, Towson. I think he might be heading into his sixth college year with a red shirt and the COVID year in there. You know, he wow. shot forty-two uh, percent from three, and so I mean, shooters is what they what they need. I think all UNC fans are, you know, the, the pain of last year's shooting. They want three-point shooters. They want athletic, long three-point shooters. And Timberlake fits that mold. They're going after some other guys. They've reached out to a couple other names. You know, uh, we've definitely confirmed the Timberlake thing on our side, and, and Hubert Davis. Um, made an in-home visit like Tuesday on him. So, but look, I mean, it's they need athletic wings, six foot five, six foot six guys who could shoot and pour it in. That's what they missed last year. That's where Armando Bicot kind of struggled in the second half of the season. They're crowding him in because they, you know, they could they could leave Leaky Black, they could leave Puff Johnson. You know, the shooting was not uh, a, a great for UNC last year. So they're going to try to remedy that in the transfer portal in a big way. Ross Martin inside Carolina joining us here on the Adam Gold Show alongside Luis Fernandez. I'm Dennis Cox. Now, something, Ross, that I'm curious about. We see a lot of teams, a lot of coaches out there. For example, we've seen Kevin Keats go into the portal. We're seeing Steve Forbes, Wake Forest going into the transfer portal a lot. With the NIL game, are, are is Hubert Davis, is UNC willing to use NIL money to go get these guys, like you mentioned, the Timberlake from Towson or some of these other guys, are they willing to play that game, not just have guys earn NIL money after they arrive on campus? 
Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen, you know, those offers go out where a kid's asking for, you know, 200K or, you know, 500K, like the Miami situation mm-hmm. and what we've seen at various places around the nation. That hasn't really been how UNC operates. Now, they have a collective, I know, for football, and there's other routes in basketball, but really it, it's it's kind of the Armando Baycott method where, you know, UNC is high-profile, um, they're on national television. It's a it's a rabid national fan base. You can get here, and if you're you know charismatic and you have the the Instagram following and Twitter following, you can make a lot of um, nil money. And that's what Baycott's done. And that ended up on you know he's coming back purely one of the main reasons because of how much you can make in nil versus you know trying to play in the G League or going abroad or, or trying to make it in the, in the NBA. So. You know, UNC is always going to be handling NIL differently than a lot of schools. Um, and, and it's more of kind of like you can make it once you get here. Uh, there's a lot of ways. There's proven success on, on in football and basketball. Um, Armando Bacot is kind of the poster child for NIL. But it's not like, you know, Huber Davis, I don't think, is out there offering deals and offering money for kids to come here. Whereas some schools, you're seeing donors operate in that kind of way that's bending the rules and in a kind of a gray area of that NIL donor field. Is that a mistake that though? A mistake, though? Not, not doing like some, what some of these other schools are doing. I mean, I don't know what the right or wrong answer is, but I, for example, I see Kansas state filled that team up through the transfer portal. They're in the sweet 16 right now. So I don't, I just don't know if, if that may potentially could put UNC behind in the long run. Well, I mean, transfer portal, UNC is going to have to be all in. Is that what you're referring to or just the NIL? Well, just be using NIL money to attract transfer guys or even attract freshmen coming in. Not just, hey, yeah, well, make it after you get here. Hey, we're yeah. going to have something set for you when you arrive and you can make more. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get into that that kind of pay for play. Like you know, here's you know here's hundred grand, here's two hundred grand. I, I think they're going to use the power of the you know the, the allure of Carolina um, more as a to entice in a, uh, transfers here, and they're definitely going to have to hit the transfer portal. I mean, you're seeing how teams can remake their whole roster. The money issue, I just don't think that you know UNC is going to get to that that realm where you know Miami did, um, and you know they're in the Sweet Sixteen as well. Um, some great examples there, but they're going to have to hit the transfer portal heavy um, to, to get some of these guys, and they're going to have four or five open scholarships now. Um, so we'll see a completely different team next year with, with you know Baycott and kind of R.J. Davis holding it down. Uh, we are waiting to hear about R.J. Davis's decision, but we we do think he'll be back as well. So I mean, every, this is this is the new world. Whether you do what you're talking about with the NIL stuff to get transfers, but flipping your roster um, is. Is kind of how college basketball works now. You can change your roster in the offseason in a couple of weeks and have a whole new team next season. And look what NC State did, too. Mm-hmm. So um, it's out there for sure, and you have, you have to buy in whether you like it or not.
You're listening to the Adam Gold Show. I'm Luis Fernandez. He's Dennis Cox. Ross Martin joining us. Ross, I think uh, Armando Baycott summed up uh, what his decision was best last night when he tweeted out a picture of Perry Ellis um, coming back for what feels like he's, he's been here forever now. And, and in all of this, I think it's it's easy sometimes to take for granted what Armando has brought to this UNC team, this UNC program as a whole. You look at like what the records he could break. Uh, you know, in this final season, his next season coming up here, how big of a deal is this for Carolina to get Armando back for one more year? Yeah, I think it stabilizes UNC right now. I mean, you see, you see it all on, on social media. Like everyone's leaving. You know, uh, everyone's leaving UNC. It gets on, when people's when the transfers leave your program, they transfer out. I mean, you get a lot of negative pub, especially a guy like Puff Johnson, Doncho Styles, Tyler Nickel. You know, guys that I think came in with a lot of potential. Um, so for Baycott to come back, it stabilizes the program. You get a two-time first-team All-ACC player back for a you know a chance to win for a third time, but for his fifth year. I mean, that's huge. He's an All-American. He has a rebounding record. He has a double-double record. I mean, he is a beast. And you know, some player, some fans will be like, well, it's time to move on. Um, it's time to kind of flush the roster. I mean, this guy is a player that opponents game plan for. Um, you know, he is a beast inside, double-double machine, rebounding monster, and he can change a game. He is a very effective and consistent player. So it's huge for UNC next year. Like, they got one of the best players in the ACC back. That's huge for the roster. Now they can add some transfers. They get R.J. Davis back. I think that's going to be big as well. Add some shooters, and I think UNC will be right in it next season. But Baycott was huge. I mean, he is just likable. He's smart. He's kind of the, the, the picture of what you want from a college player, like getting his degree in the business school, going to try for an MBA, I think. He's setting all these records. He's very likable. He's funny. He's great with the media. Mm-hmm. Um, so to have him back, I think it's a win-win for everybody. Now, you mentioned R.J. RJ Davis likely coming back. You think Caleb Love also decides to come back, or do you, th- you think he's off to other places? Uh, yeah. I mean, what we're reporting kind of in Inside Carolina, you know, make sure – a lot of the stuff behind a paywall. Sherelle McMillan kills it for us mm-hmm. on the kind of recruiting transfer team side of things. <clears throat> but, you know, we're thinking R.J. Davis comes back and we think Caleb Love leaves the program, um, whether for the NBA or NBA draft or international or the transfer as well. So that's what we kind of think. That's where it's leaning towards. Um, and then we're waiting for DeMarco Dunn as well. And I think that, along with the freshman, you know, we believe Seth Trimble and Jalen Washington will also come back as well. So that's kind of the returners. And then UNC loses Justin McCoy, Puff Johnson, Tyler Nickel, um, and Dontre Styles, and they bring in two new freshmen. So it leaves you with four or five scholarships where they can hit the transfer portal. They can also have some um, 2024 kids reclass as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different factors of how you can change your roster. You can bring in kids now that are – Skipping a year of school um, to get in early. You saw Duke do that um, with their point guard as well. So there's a lot of different angles here to approach. Yeah, Proctor, yeah, the guy Proctor, you mentioned there from Proctor, Duke. Yeah. How, I just want to know your thoughts on this in general. How a college basketball coach, like whether it's Huber Davis, Kevin Keats, you know, John Shire, Steve Forbes, how do you balance going into the portal to grab guys while also filling in freshmen that you can mold into your own as well? Because you can go into the transfer portal and get six, seven new guys every single year, but it is a new team every single year. How do you balance building with freshmen and recruits while also supplementing with the portal? I, it's it's a weird it's balance. A weird it's, almost balance. Like it's almost like free agency, like draft the right guys and supplement with free agents. It's a, it, Yeah, it's exactly free agency. I think coaches are, 
are still navigating the way to balance it. Because I think every coach wants to develop players, bring in, you know, some solid recruits. And I think traditional college basketball fans, you know, you want to see them there for their freshman, sophomore, junior season, see them develop. And then by the time they're and seniors, they're starters and, and having good careers. But there's this also angle. It's like you don't have to wait for them to develop. You can mm-hmm. go out and get transfers. And you can have an impact player come in. Think about Brady Manning. Yeah. Impact player come in, and he's your missing piece. And then you go on a Final Four run like UNC did in 2021-22. Um, so that's a certainly – I think every team is going to do a combination of that where you develop some players, you bring in your own recruits. But you can also – if there's a hole, if, you're not, if you don't feel like a freshman or sophomore is ready – you recruit a transfer over him, and, and that person plays while you wait for the freshman to develop. You see it even more in football. You see, um, you know, football, it, it's a development sport where you, you don't see any offensive linemen, defensive linemen really play until they're sophomores, redshirt sophomores. So if you can bring in a kid with three or four years of college experience who's been a college strength conditioning program, you go out and get that player and plug him in. He can start. Uh, so you don't have to wait for a freshman to develop. Like, it's a different world and it affects recruiting. It affects roster management. It's affected how many, um, you know, the high school classes, like how many people are, are able to be selected and sign mm-hmm. uh, in the colleges. And obviously the COVID year has also affected those. It's a numbers game too. There's only so many scholarships. So there's a lot of different angles. It's a whole new world of college basketball now, but it's interesting to see how different programs approach it differently. I, I think most would kind of want a good balance, but you, you got to think every team's going to have a couple transfers every year. Yeah, that's interesting to follow too. It's a different dynamic of the game now. That that kind of I guess leads to what I was thinking here, Ross. I mean, Hubert Davis. I feel like at this point, he's not not only is he a head coach, but he's also a general manager in some ways. It just do you think that that's just what it's going to be like being a head coach in in major college basketball from now on? Yeah, it's not just bringing in freshmen now. You gotta you gotta understand who's leaving. You gotta re-recruit your players. That's another that's another point. You got in. Mean, yeah, get these players back. Like recruit Baycott back, recruit mm-hmm. RJ Davis back, and then yeah, you have to go out and it's free. Agent. It really is free agency. It's it's quick. Uh, Hubert Davis called it speed dating on his radio show a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, you you meet someone, you know, you you go out on a date and you, you try to get that person to commit because there's only a you know two or three week window there, and other schools are, are going after the same people. So you find who you you find your needs, you find your wants. And you go out and find the players, too. And so, yeah, it's very much like free agency. Um, Certainly different kinds of money involved as well. But um, it's roster building is a huge part of the the offseason now. It's very interesting. It's not just, all right, we'll wait till these freshmen come in. It's go out and get players you want and bring them in. And I think UNC, schools like UNC, Duke, like they're attractive for for players who have done really well at maybe a lower level, you know, because it's, you know, it's industry standard. UNC, Duke, they're name brand programs. I think they're attractive for someone who played at a lower level that didn't get recruited like that out of high school. They now, you know, can go to these big ACC, Big Ten, SEC schools because they developed and proven on a lower level, lower conference level. As long as you make sure you have your height correct on your profile, you should be okay. That's that's, that's the only thing you need to make sure you do. That's Ross Martin inside Carolina. Give him a follow on Twitter at Ross Martin underscore IC. Ross, thanks for your time. Really do appreciate it.
More great news for Cary commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away.